Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every week on Jordan Jesse Go, we talk for a while. That's true. And then the show ends and you listen to something else. Let's say, oh, I don't know, the Slate Culture Gab Fest. Jordan, have you, have you ever looked at, we have a kind listener mm-hmm. who takes notes while he listens to Jordan Jesse go of just things that stand out to him. Yeah. And he'll share that like on the, on the Reddit or yes. in the Facebook it's group It's a Google Doc, right? Yeah, he makes a Google Doc of this. Mm-hmm. I look at that mm-hmm. and I think- this is what I'm doing with my life. If you just read it, <laughs> this. if you just were to read it, it would seem like something they found at a serial killer's house. <laughs> something they retrieved. It is, in an, it is in an evidence locker. It may have been written in feces. <laughs> I just look at, the, look at the list and think, who am I? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? What choices have I made? Hmm. These are the kind of questions that come up for me. I made a choice today. What choice did you make? So I like to have a little snack before I come over here. I usually eat dinner afterwards. Okay. Go into the fridge. I've got a clamshell of blackberries. I learned that word the last time we talked about berries. Right. It's what blackberries come in. Right. Um... They also like to come in Mrs. Blackberry <laughs> when they're trying to get pregnant. Hey, I like to come in that, come in that clamshell, am I right? Sure, yeah. Only on your birthday. <laughs> um, That's the only time my wife will let me fuck Mrs. Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> Does this make sense? Yeah. Is this coherent? Hard to say. Yeah. So I'm getting these out of the fridge. I can't wait to see it on the list. I'll just say that. Hold I, on, Mike! No, why don't we introduce Mike and then he can comment on my berry story, which... Uh, spoiler I just, I alert! Love, I want to see bad. The, the Google Doc coming in a clamshell BlackBerry thing. I, I'm, I'm excited for that to see next week. Our guest on the program, uh, beloved regular guest on Jordan Jesse mm-hmm. Go. Uh, although I think it's been a few years now, uh, he's the host of the long-running smash hit podcast, The Forty Year Old Boy. <laughs> okay, the long-running podcast. Thank you. I'll take that. The Forty mm-hmm. Year Old Boy. Since we last saw him, he's grown a disturbing new hairstyle that makes him coincidentally. Look like he's going to a concert of the band Disturbed. <laughs> Mike Schmidt. Hey, I'm, I, I feel bad for leaping in there, but I, I apologize. It was just too much. Don't worry. It's too much. It. Don't Clamshells and blackberries it. and Google Docs. How am I supposed to sit that out? You Okay, so here's the thing, Mike. You are a monstrous and occasionally violent man. Yes. And so you have to make a choice. And we're going to get back to these blackberries in a I second. can't wait. Oh, it's fine if we don't. <laughs> <laughs> You have to make if a choice. If something more interesting comes along, I am perfectly happy. Don't see that happening. Yeah. You you every day make a choice. You say, am I going to take the fact that I'm bigger than everyone around me and be – and Ron funches it, mm-hmm. which is to say, go <laughs> – that sounded contemptuous, but it was fond yeah. of Ron. Ron funches. It was wonderful. <laughs> uh, but like That's are you going to be – yeah. One of the best. It's one of the top, one of the laughs, top laughs in the world. Uh, are you going to be uh, like, make it clear to everyone, I am no threat to you. I am a gentle giant through your physical presentation. Or are you going to just go, go ahead and say, I can terrify everyone. 
Why not? <laughs> well, this was not a choice to terrify. Certainly, okay. uh, I, guess, it, I guess to describe that, I would. I well, would today's just... haircut day. I've got. I'm here in a bag. Like literally, this is fresh. This oh, is right. this, oh. just this morning. I mean, I wear it like this. But a, I had a, a month ago. You know, is when the last cut was. So I had hair before I came here this morning, and then zoom. My girl is going out of town forever, so I had to go get one last zip. Yeah, I would guess. I mean, I would just describe it as misfits esque. Okay. okay. Would you? Is that? Is that? Accurate. It's. Uh, I, I will describe you, I it. It's sure. sort of m- medium long on the top, longer in the back. Yeah. With totally shaved sides uh, all the way down to the back. Yeah. It's it's to the skin on the sides and in the back, and there's only hair on the top. But this would this would be that Nazi cut uh, that you know the the under under swing or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Language. The Macklemore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. But it's longer in the it's in the back. I just decided once. I said to, my, to Natalie, the girl who cuts my hair, I go, you know, I, don't, I think I don't think I want to lose the length. She goes, don't. And uh, when you know when when that happens, when you get seconded on your yeah, stupid when you idea, get the, when you get the okay from Natalie, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, Natalie gives, Natalie the, go gives the thumbs up. Yeah, because yeah. she wants to cut hair. That's her yeah. whole deal. Sure. Uh, but then she's just like, no, don't. And so we've let it uh, run amok. Wow. Do you, do you think that um, Macklemore is really pissed about these Nazis? Like he's like, that's the last thing I had. My famous haircut. Sure. Yeah, I guess. I yeah, I guess uh, Macklemore. I mean, what's the next hairstyle that for for him? Where do where do you go from this? I guess is the I question. I'm thinking like a '90s George Clooney Caesar. What about just shaving the middle? Oh long yeah, long on the sides. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. he hawk from the Road yeah. Warriors, '80s wrestlers. She <laughs> yeah, it's all of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the well, reverse hawk, right? Isn't that what it, the the when you because you got the mohawks, the hair in the yes. middle, but then when you bang out the middle, that's the reverse. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So that could maybe maybe be Macklemore's way of saying I stand against the men who have appropriated my haircut. Yeah, I'm reversing their sure. hairstyle. I am the oh. I am the yin to their yang. I'm a rapper, but I like homosexuality. <laughs> sure. But I'm not gay. <laughs> Let's make that clear. That was a Macklemore impression. Yeah. <laughs> you sound just th- like him. You know what? I like Macklemore fine. I got no problem with Macklemore, sincerely. Um, so, okay. So, wait. So, so you, you were talking about why you got this cut, and you said that your 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 girl is leaving town forever? Well, my uh, the woman who cuts my hair, who's yes. cut my hair oh, for okay. 11 yeah, yeah, years. Yeah. 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 She's actually uh, absconding. She's, she's heading off to Detroit to live. Is it because life. of your hair? It is. I've chased her off. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was horrified by it and said, that's it. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Oh, it, so got, this... it got to a certain, she said, if it gets to a certain length, I'm, I'm leaving town. How long has you been your, how long have you had your relationship with Natalie? Uh, probably eleven years. She's been cutting. Wow, my hair. that's yeah. a that's a that's a long might even be a that's a longer. long ship. You know what's so funny? And again, because this is a simple cut, it's literally just a zero guard on around mm-hmm. the side, and then clean up the ends if it's fuzzy. And uh, and I don't, but I don't trust anybody else. Even today, I'm like, who can cut my hair? She's like, I literally a chimp. I don't know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just bzz, get out, goodbye. It takes I don't even 11 minutes. speak the same language as the people who cut my hair. Really? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lo- and I love the people that cut. My- like, I want to be dead dead mm-hmm. clear on this. I fucking love where. So I had a, I had a, I had the most wonderful barber. We talked about him in, in the at the time on Jordan Jesse Go. My barber Jerry, Jerry had been cutting hair <clears> since <throat> the fifties when he was like thirteen years old. His father owned the barber shop. He, may, may I jump in? Yeah. Do you let a thirteen year old cut your hair? 
Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, even if it is Jerry, I know you trust Jerry. If I'm but not, if you went into a shop now. If I'm not an entertainer, yes. I got $20 on that. I mean, Seriously. I if it's, I mean, if I, I am an entertainer, yes, YouTube video. My God, look at you. <laughs> You're doubling up. Well, I think it was World War II. All, all the men were off fighting. Yeah. And all the boys had to cut the hair. Yeah, they had one-armed baseball players. Mm-hmm. Well, the, yeah, the girls played baseball. Yeah. yeah. And then Pete Gray, he played baseball. Yeah. And then everybody else is out uh, cutting the hair. And then yeah. the teens were cutting hair and the toddlers were working in the factories. Would you let... Making bullets and munitions. Sure. Would you let one-armed pitcher Jim Abbott cut your hair? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, boy. What a That's treat. That's a rough one. You got to figure he... he, he gotta figure he's got... He's I, got dexterity. I let him cut the sides and the back. He can't cut the top. Yeah. Because that's a that's a pull-down fingers, get to the split end, snip, snip. That's mm-hmm. a two-hand operation. That's a good point. If Abbott calls Pete Gray, I let the two of them cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> would you say, would, would Pete Gray in this situation be a zombie Pete Gray or the ghost of Pete Gray? <laughs> i got to go ghost, honestly. Yeah. I don't let a zombie near this cut. <laughs> um... Hey guys, uh, give us a call and let us know who you would rather have cut your hair, a zombie or a ghost. Personally, I'm going Frankenstein. Got a really? Good, that got, guy's got a memorable hair. You go off hair. the board? Oh, yeah. He's got a memorable head of hair. That's a flat It's iconic. Lid, but it wasn't his to begin with. He had no choice. It's not That's like he chose point. that cut. That's a good point. You're right. Do you think he needs to get haircuts? Sorry. Frankenstein. Oh, it stopped. Monster. No, no. It stopped. It's, it's true. It's a good point. I want to cut my hair. Fra- Fra- Frankenstein himself, he cuts my hair. Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. I, you, you pick him? Yeah. All right. That's what I'm going with. Frankenstein's monster. I'm sticking with it. Got it. My, in my mind, his iconic flat top was his idea. All right. And, uh, yeah, we just, like, didn't see that in any of the movies or anything. I Okay, so Jerry not only was give the, the a— comics. They filmed that scene and it was cut. Yeah. Oh, my God, that hey. scene is terrible. They literally filmed it for two days. I'm like, we're looking to lose all the haircuts. Frankenstein trying different <laughs> hairstyles. <laughs> Igor bringing Can we put in a different... Hall & song behind it and make it a fun montage? Igor bringing in different skulls with different hairstyles and then mm-hmm. just plying them out. Oh, I love it. Jer- I would have watched that. Jerry would have— uh, perm bad. <laughs> 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 Jerry had those things that you strap onto your hands to make a massage. Have you oh, yeah, yeah. Natalie does that? it. Because oh. I go to one of those, you know, hip, hey, men come here uh, yeah. places. Hey, men. Nat- number one, Natalie sounds great. I can see why you're upset that you're losing it. Oh, it's terrible. But Jerry would do that the whole nine yards, and he was real gentle, and he was from L.A., but he was like 75. So he'd say, be like, he, 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 would like, he called me babe mm-hmm. totally sincerely nice. and effectively. Like completely, hey, babe, how's it going? And, hey, Jerry, I love you. Can I marry you? <laughs> uh, but Jerry retired. So I I was casting around. I tried going to the places that are like chain hipster hairstyling places. They're very popular here in Los Angeles. I couldn't get that going. I couldn't get it working. It was too expensive. And so I, I started going to a place that's just right down the block that um, is like uh, there's never white people in there. Uh, but there are sometimes black people in there, uh, which me- I feel like means that you can trust a barber if a black person will trust a non-African-American barber oh, I see. to cut their hair. Like, yeah. I feel like that means they can their fade game is tight. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, if they even need a line cut, they're going to get it right. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, nobody in there really sp- – there's one new guy whose English is better – but, like, the amount of English is basically, like, the number on the thing and then, like, a few important hair words, like, <laughs> like fade, taper. You right. know what I mean? Jerry. Uh, but it's fucking tremendous. Uh, I, I love it to death. The only weird thing is that they shot – it's, like, probably been a – I'm guessing it's been a barber shop since – it's in the bottom of a hotel that is not a hotel, hasn't been a hotel for decades where they only shoot stuff. 
uh, right on the corner here. Oh, okay. Innumerable things are shot there. Um, I I was watching the Naked Gun the other day, and there was a scene in there. Actually, I was there was a scene in the lobby of this building uh, in the uh, Blade Runner tra- trailer. The, oh, okay. the Blade Runner trailer. And uh, so anyway, but there's on one side of the building, there's just a row of little tiny of little storefronts, and there's businesses in there. You know, uh, f- mostly primarily phone card sales. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Jesus. Not lawyers doing lawyer things. That would be another category. <laughs> um, but in the in the one that I go to, I mean, it, maybe it's been a barbershop since this hotel opened in 1930 or whatever when this was a swanky Los Angeles neighborhood. And it had no signs, no anything. It was just a bare barbershop with a window. It didn't even have a name as far as I can tell. The, the pole? There was no pole. No pole? No pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no nothing. But they shot something in there the other day, and they did that kind of, you know, that kind of hand-painted golden black lettering uh, that is very popular in a hipster business these days. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did that. They wrote, like, Elegant Barbershop or Mm -hmm. something for the purposes of the filming. Um, And it is so so profoundly incongruous (laughs) with the contents that are just 12 Central American men. Uh, watching Blair Witch the TV show in Spanish. <laughs> Blair Witch the TV show? I think that's what they were watching. Oh. I think there was a Blair Witch TV show. Okay. I don't know. Is it a one Bla- seasoner or something? They have DVDs yeah, I don't of know. it? On MTV maybe? <laughs> huh. Yeah, I don't think I made that up. I I that that is plausible to me. Yeah. That seems like something that happened. It was, I mean, it could have just been a latter-day Blair Witch. Sure. Have there been a lot of Blair Witches? Yeah, I think they made like three of them. There's a, and they, then they just made a new one, which was like a kind of a remake of the first one. Yeah, Maybe so I guess here's my watching. understanding of the Blair Witch. I came here for this. <laughs> yeah. <Here's> my, <laughs> this is more interesting than that Blackberry story <laughs> that doubtful. I probably won't finish. Doubtful. Um, so you got the Blair Witch. You get the Blair Witch 2 colon Book of Shadows. Right. Which I remember seeing in high school and walking out. And saying to my friends, I don't think they had a Book of Shadows in that. <laughs> so pure, pure sequel title nonsense. Wasn't that like a weird deconstruction of the first one in some way, so, like yeah. a Gremlins 2 situation? So it took place in a world where the first movie was a hit, and I guess they were dealing with like a copycat killer or something. Sorry, spoilers for Blair Witch, colon, Book of Shadows. Got it. And I guess they... Twelve Central American barbers just hang their heads. Yeah. <laughs> so upset right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fellas. Why are you listening to this podcast in a language you don't speak? Yeah. Serves you right. Um, the new guy could... I mean, the new guy's English is stronger than the... Okay. Yeah. So maybe he's listening to the podcast and describing it to them. Yeah. And then they're all disappointed. That he's Jose Thorne. Yeah. He's spoiled, interpreting. I spoiled Blair Witch colon Book of Shadows. Then I guess there was a new one which I did not see that I guess was a sequel to the first one that assumed the first one existed. So okay. there you go. Maybe that's maybe that's what they were watching. Maybe that is what they were one watching. One time they were watching Planet of, uh, Planet of the Apes fight on Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were watching that and then soccer games. That's fun. I go to a man for my haircuts who is much like a Jerry, yep. uh, but he is not nice. <laughs> he is cranky. <laughs> Uh, why, why do you go? Uh, just close to the house, walking distance. But but it's worth incivility to and, not go it, an extra block. Yeah, it's you know it's a it, here. Okay, here's why. So inexpensive, mm-hmm. and again, yeah, I agree with Jesse. If you're going to a Floyd's or a Lloyd's or a Chichu's, droids, droids, yeah, yeah, and avoid the noise. Yeah, 
Oh my God, that's a terrible place to get your hair cut. Sure. Will I you... avoid that. Honestly, I'd be honest with you. Yeah. Will you get your hair cut by a beautiful tattoo woman? Sure. I mean, that's will the you main... drop? Will you drop 50 bucks and be a little bit mad about it? Absolutely. Yeah. Mean Jerry's cutting my hair for 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah well, that's the thing about the place around my corner. Yeah. When I started going there maybe five, six years ago, $10. Yeah, So sure. I'm going in there giving the guy $15, telling him Blowing to keep his it, mind. feeling like a king. Now it's up to 15 I give him 20 mm-hmm. but I resent it. <laughs> <laughs> so Mean mean Jerry, long gray ponytail. Yeah. A lot of Indian, uh, like, Native American shit hanging up in the, uh-huh. the barbershop. Uh-huh. Like a lot of paintings of a... Of a, a man and a wolf gazing out over uh, a moonlit... You like staring at a dream catcher when you get trimmed up? Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. Me and Jerry's got a stack of 90s Playboys. <laughs> Whoa! And you can thumb through them while he cuts your hair. Let me tell you what, those girls with the Pac-10 were looking pretty good in 1995. <laughs> hubba hubba. <laughs> Arizona State. Ooh, ooh la la. She just graduated. Yeah. Magna cum laude. <laughs> Come. Hey, yeah, that's not really what I was going for, but no, you were. No, you're right. I was. <laughs> I can I'm sense sorry. It. Uh, I think actually in those '90 Playboys, that's where because uh, when I, I discovered Natalie completely by accident mm-hmm. in the was... 1990s Playboy, <laughs> exactly. There was a Floyd's by my house. I was looking mm-hmm. for a joint, and I walked in, and there was a girl who who. Just she had gone to the Pamela Anderson School of Ladies. Mm. I mean, she just <laughs> just Zoftig. Looked, sure. She looked like a she walked up a mud flap and started cutting hair like that. <laughs> and uh, and I you know I sat with her and she you know shoulder fucked me for a while and that was great. Oh, and boy. then I walked out of there. and I'm like, my hair looks awful. This is terrible. <laughs> uh, and then the next time I went back, I mean, Natalie you had received the shoulder fucking you desired, which mm-hmm. is big certainly. Yeah, uh, but then Natalie's there. There's a nice there. sensitive spot right between the blades. <laughs> Jerry, used don't to give neglect me a, the blades. <laughs> Jerry used to give me a gorgeous shoulder fuck. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. He had he had the techniques. He had the ex- expertise. The oh. experience. Oh babe. Yeah. Oh, oh babe. babe. Uh, <laughs> I just I when I was describing '90s Playboys, I had a a weird remembrance of something that I had not remembered in years. Uh, my dad was like a like a Playboy subscriber, so they were always like you know under the towels. Mm-hmm. There's always one under the <laughs> under the good towels. Nice. <laughs> you could uh, check out there and and see the new see the new ish. And uh, I remember like the Playboy doing a thing like girls of blank like, and it's all women who had worked somewhere. Oh yeah, like the girls of Starbucks. Sure, yes, mm-hmm. and they'd always be. They'd have the hottest one on the cover with just an apron on the Starbucks apron. Yeah, you gotta. Uh huh. And then you'd get in, and you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> these girls look work at Starbucks." <laughs> uh, and then, I'm not disparaging them, but no. for Playboy, certainly, sure, there, that was the hook, and you understood. Well, that's their way. Into, that's their back door into the magazine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, you. So you're saying that these women are are sneaking into Playboy? <laughs> they are. <laughs> They, That's how. <laughs> they they actually heard tell of this uh, being plotted by the editors and got jobs at Starbucks just to try to do mm, it. So you think they're doing like, you know, they're doing like a, a half day on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Punching in, you know. Took a lot of vacation time after that. They cleaned the bathroom. Oh, yeah. No, that's grim. Yeah. Someone has to do that, right? I think so. That's just I awful. think that cleaning the bathroom is easier than like learning all the drinks, which I, is probably the time-consuming thing. So I think if you are just working at Starbucks to get in the Playboy spread, you're going to want to do the you know, more like general tasks, you know? Yeah, but, but do you think a girl with, with four-inch fingernails wants to clean the bathroom ever? Yeah, well, I don't think she wants to learn what the difference between a mochaccino and an ice blended is. 
She doesn't have to spell them. She's got to make them. No, I think it's just that it's just where how much time are you investing in this fake job? Yeah, like the question you're a ringer. Is she does she have to go through the whole playbook? You know, you're a backup quarterback. You got to memorize the playbook. You got to know there's two shots of this and four squirts of that. Yeah. So on and so forth. It's complicated. There's a whole. I mean, have you tried to order a cup of coffee these days, guys? (laughs) Oh, boy, I'll tell you. Non fat, chai, grande, (laughs) no whip, non fat, soy. I mean, is this a cup of coffee or is it something else? And these fucking communist cups. (laughs) Thank you. I know. Put put Jesus on him. Yeah, put, year round. Put, put a cru- crucified Christ on the cups year round. <laughs> I, I want to see feel the his blood pain. of Christ. His blood pain. of Christ. Blood, blood of Christ. Christ. Blood of Christ. So how Mike, do you f- thank you for joining in on that. I'm sorry that I bailed on it. Just I'm disappointed, honestly. In. It was just about to get going, too. We'll I find tell. some other chance to chant blood of Christ <laughs> later in the podcast. Mike, how do you feel Can about we the new chant, haircut? Kill the pig, slit her throat, <laughs> spill her blood. Yeah. Well, if Piggy won't give us the conch. <laughs> can't get that conch away from Piggy. Ooh, gotta oh, get that conch. Gotta get the conch. Um... So, so Mike, is this the most outrageous hairstyle you've ever had? Did you have a mohawk as a kid? Have you ever had something more standouty than this? No, I had when I was a kid. I had, I mean, I had, my hair was super thick. Mm-hmm. Like I had, it looked like because I put up pictures, old pictures on social media, and people are like, "Jesus, look at that perm!" And I'm like, "Nope, that's all Schmidt. That's yeah, all wow. me." My hair was like t- curled, but also I had it feathered back. It was just I had a monstrous head of hair, um, and I actually had this hairstyle in like '93. I mean, I, I wasn't long in the yeah, back, yeah. but it was all up, you know, mm-hmm. cut when, underneath. When you were in Pantera. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you, uh, you'll enjoy this. I had, then it got long and uh, the bulls were the bulls then. And so I, I got the tips blonde for Rodman when he was there. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, and so I literally, I'm sitting there with the, you know, all shaved on the sides and I got the long hair and I'm in the foil. I'm at, I'm at a, a, a stylist with the hair in the foil to get that. And you're, you you got to give that like three hours at least. And uh, I, after an hour, I go, just take it off. I can't. I, I really can't. <laughs> and uh, and they took it off. So then it was more of a, a dirty dishwater, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, I was more of a Sven Nader than a Rodman. And uh, and then they, I, that and that killed it. Because that killed the hair on the ends, and then I had to just cut the, the hair off and go back to a normal cut. You ever have you ever have a, a, a highlight or a frosted tip, Jordan? No, uh, I've had uh, – my hair has only been – I imagine sure. four jocks mm-hmm. picking you up in high school, throwing you about in the back of their lifted pickup truck sure. and forcing you to frost your tips. <laughs> you got to frost those tips, buddy. We all Then we all drove off to the Sugar Ray concert. Did a little bit of kissing that we didn't tell anybody about. <laughs> Till now. <laughs> Till now. Oh, boy. What the? <laughs> Sorry, fellas. Um, yeah, so let's see. My... I hate to kiss and tell, but I love to kiss and tell. <laughs> so I have not had a lot of different hairstyles. I've had very long hair. Uh, and I've well, you, had... you have a very curly yes. set. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I would imagine it's and hard again, to frost this, any this, of that. This is all Schmidt. Oh, sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all Schmidt up here. <laughs> um, but I, 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 if that gets long, it all stays Pin curl tight? Is it how's how it works? It, does. it goes bananas. Yeah, yeah. This is all pretty, pretty, pretty natch. Um, I don't really do anything to it. So I've had very long hair. I shaved it once in college, like during a summer, and had a you know uh, a smooth dome. Okay, it's the only time I've ever done that. Wait, how smooth? Uh, I mean, I think like 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 yours, like yours, like your current smoothness. Oh, I got a number one on top, tapered on the sides and the back. 
That's what I got. I wow. still remember. Because I remember when you came back yeah. from summer break and your mm-hmm. hair was short. It honestly looked great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, your hair looks great. Yeah, yeah you've, well, you've been blessed with a great sure. looking head of hair. Uh, yeah, and then for a couple weeks in high school once, I had like cornrows. <laughs> Which See, my mom what, did not like. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. That's no, what we're you're, are for. you joking? I am not joking. Because no, I, I didn't want to commit to the bit there unless you were. Uh, you're serious. You had. Corn I did. Roast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What for like were a the week. circumstances? Uh, just I just wanted to. I I, I was a thinking l- about auditioning for Insync. <laughs> yeah, it was. They were just like I Girl, saw an ad like? in the newspaper. Yeah. New band coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Must have dumb hair that will embarrass you in ten years. Like girl, you like mentioned she liked them. That sort of thing, and you just went. You immediately went no. right for him. I think just in high school, my mo was just like being a goof, like just doing, like right. doing and wearing stuff to be a goof. A lot of like bowling shirts to school, okay, uh, stuff like that. And then I think that was just part of my like, whoa, this is weird. Don't kick my ass. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I like hair that makes noise. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that was just kind of my. Uh, Part of that, I there was definitely a long, too long period mm-hmm. when I considered having Adam Durrett's style white person dreadlocks. Mm. Mm. Sure, sure. I'm sure. talking about early '90s. You strike in me the as Adam that. Durrett's era. Mm-hmm. I, I, if honestly, if anybody said, you know, hey, did you know Jesse had dreadlocks? I'd go absolutely. I mean, I, I wouldn't I even know think that. twice about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what now? What do you remember the thinking behind that? Yeah, I thought Adam Durrett's looked cool with his. <laughs> <laughs> I was in I was in San Francisco. It was 1994. People didn't realize how dumb it was at sure, the time. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think when I realized, I think the thing you that, wanted to join some more exclusive hacky sack circles. Yeah, the th- <laughs> I think the thing that turned it for me was when I realized like what is involved in getting dreadlocks if you are a white person. Sure. Like I think uh, dreadlocks, like part of the appeal of dreadlocks, and you know, it depends on what kind of dreads mm-hmm. you have, but like. Uh, part of the uh, appeal of like your classic uh, Rastafarian guy dreadlock mm-hmm. is that it is in some way the natural state of the hair that you're letting it grow out and lock up is like letting it be itself, right? Like being proud of your identity and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's uh, there's different kinds of dreadlocks that require different kinds of maintenance, mm-hmm. but that's the general overview. White people dreadlocks, the amount of work involved in white people dreadlocks is astonishing. Like, for a group of people that have been derided for decades as fundamentally lazy dropouts, hippies have incredible commitment. <laughs> like, you have to put a special mud in it, and you have to, like, you have to, like, rub it together, and you have to, like, do all this difference because well, straight hair doesn't naturally do that. There's, an- there's another... There's another topic in this zone that always kind of baffles me. The, oh, I'm, well, sure. I, I want to admit, since you said the mm-hmm. corn, I did have frosted tips in college briefly. Oh, yeah? yeah did like I miss that? Was dorm, that? Dorm frosted. Nice. Yeah, dorm frosted tips. Ooh, there's no frosted what, what is, like dorm frosted. That just means we're home alone on a Friday and let's all do each other's hair? Well, it was when I had highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was hanging out with my friend Jilly B from Vallejo. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. She had one of those hats where you pull the... Hair. Th- I mean, if you didn't have a friend or an RA who fancied themselves a hairstylist, mm-hmm. that you let do it because they were kind of cute. 
I see. Then you didn't go to college, as far as I'm concerned. But what's funny to me is because you, again, I'm glad it's Jilly B of the, uh, and she's a lady. Yeah. Because when you first said it, I imagined a bunch of dudes just sitting around. Hey, bro, what do you want to do? Watching Run TMC <laughs> and frosting their hair together. Yeah. Hey, what do you want to do? You want want to turn on the Warriors game eight years ago and uh... <laughs> let's get a pizza and uh, you know I'm going to blonde you up. How's yeah. that sound? Uh, yeah, like, some kissing we won't tell anybody about. <laughs> it's going around. A hat where you pull the hair through mm-hmm. the holes in the in the pla- like it's like a shower cap with holes mm-hmm. in it. You pull the hair through, then you get highlights like that. It looks terrible, mm-hmm. especially if you just let your friend Jill do it. You know, but yeah, I, I so I had my own misadventures. Sure. I, so uh, I wanted oh, yeah, to I'm always it. I'm always blown away by the 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 hippie slash stoner who can tell you all the pot science stuff. Oh, wow. Who can, like, talk about the chemicals involved and how much THC does what. And it just makes me think, like, you should put some of this energy into not living with five roommates. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's you've really worked at this. This is so much. <laughs> yeah. You know so much you about this. You should stop riding a bike at 11 o'clock p.m. and concentrate <laughs> on your life. Stop riding a that's That's very specific. That's good. <laughs> when we were um, uh, when we were trying to figure out how to make this studio cooler, mm-hmm. and it's already getting a little warm in yeah. here, but uh, it doesn't have great ventilation is the problem. And you can't just put in direct ventilation because it's too noisy for the microphones. I see. So I had to figure out how to get the quietest possible ventilation. And it turns out that if you want the quietest possible duct fan, the way to figure out which one to get is watch a bunch of secret pot growing operation how-to mm, videos sure. on YouTube. Oh, really? Like all duct fan, all silent duct fan reviews on the entire internet are a guy with a a grow op in a closet Jesus. <laughs> or in like a thing that's behind the back of a closet. Right. Are yeah. all these when men wearing Guy Fox masks? Yes. I'm yes, envisioning so that. <laughs> I'm envisioning that. My mom just grew hers in a pot. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like in a clay pot. I mean, I, we didn't have a fan or lights or none of that nonsense. I just remember seeing it one day and going, oh, I think I know what that is. And then she's like, don't touch it. The nugs are too dank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you touch my nugs. <laughs> did your mo- so your mom grew pot? Did she ever get caught for it? Did she ever get in trouble for it? No, um, we had a lot. We had some stuff happen. I mean, we had guys who who. Uh, my mom was half a criminal. I found out okay. eventually. High um, five for half a criminal mom. <laughs> and bang. Yeah. Uh, it, this is a true story. My mom uh, wound up getting lung cancer, and uh, my girlfriend Jill and I went to Florida to be with her after the surgery. And she was loopy after the – because they hacked out a part of her lung and they put her under and she woke up and she didn't recognize me. She she was actually – and she was angry at me because I was in the room. It was one of those things. So my stepdad steps out He's because she's the only – that's the only guy she recognized. Well, he steps out and he leaves the two of us in the room and my mom uh, starts to tell me about a murder. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, and, <laughs> I'm, and I'm just very specific because she thinks I'm her friend Mark. Okay. So she starts asking me about, uh, you know, well, we've got to get out of here before they come. And what are we going? And, and it, it's and I don't want to give too much away. Mark's dead now, thankfully. So he can't get pinched. But my mom's, my mom's still around. Yeah. I don't know about the statute of limitations. And she's still got that bloody knife. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, so we my mom, you, you know, know, she was a drug person. We knew from the time yeah. I was a little kid when I was probably 11 or, or 10. She broke out her, her box and said, look. This is rolling papers. This is this is marijuana. Don't touch it. It will always be under the couch. Mm-hmm. It's going to be here. I don't want you. You guys don't throw it away, but don't touch it. Um, and then she hung out with dudes who would, you know, we had man's agent storm my house one time. I, I, I had a, a buddy, uh, 
my mom's friend, Mark, had a friend named Dale. Well, Dale was skipping bail. He was on the run from the law, and he stayed at our house. And one day I left for high school. I went out to go to the bus, and there were cars parked on my block, and uh, they they stormed my house. They came over the backyard fence. They went in the front. And Looking da- for Dale. And Dale was going to jump out the window. He had a gun, oh. and he was literally going to jump out the window. And my mom said, don't, please don't, because she didn't want – we loved him, and she didn't want him to get shot in front of my brothers, Scott and Andy, who had not left for school yet. So Dale had to give himself up in my house. Wow. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> – so yeah, it's funny because she she grew like I said she grew one plant in a pot. Right. But what one time like Mark was her connection. Mark mm-hmm. was they were always getting getting into all sorts of tomfoolery, and uh, she called the house one time and it wasn't Mark who answered. And the guy said, "Well, you know, my mom's like, is Mark there?" The guy goes, "Who?" And he said, "Mark." And she goes, and the guy goes, "You mean the fat man?" And my mom hung up. Oh boy. And then she got a call and it, Mark had been raided and there were cops at the house and they were telling people to come over and and pinching them if they did. What do you think was your mom's involvement in all this? <laughs> She was their friend. Okay. You know, my mom was, and my mom, you know, she did drugs. I mean, I, I, I saw my mom, my mom did coke in my house in front yeah. of me. You know what I mean? She just had friends. They hung out and they did it. It wasn't like she went, watch this, blam, you know, <laughs> but they passed around. All right. Now, now we're going to your piano recital. <laughs> uh, she just was a drug person. That's it. Then she was into it and she mm. ran with a weird crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean? She, she wound up dating dudes who'd been in jail and all that kind of stuff. And we'd get introduced to them. These, you know, they'd be in and out of the house. So it was, it was a weird thing growing up sometimes um was your stepdad part of that no, element he once he came along that stuff kind of ended yeah um my, we knew mark my mom knew mark until he, he died and dan got a he got along great with mark mark was a, he was a really good family friend it's just yeah. one time we came on my freshman year i walked into my house i had a townhouse and uh there had to be 60 microwaves like <laughs> oh, 20 televisions wow. just in my house Sure, and I and of course you're. We're all kids. We're like we're gonna get a microwave and a TV in our bedrooms. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Uh, but my mom was just a waste station. You could you can make oatmeal while you <laughs> exactly, walk, and then have it in bed. Uh, yeah, well, and uh, what every kid wants. Yeah, but it's, bedside it's... <laughs> microwave. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't give a fuck. In you walk bed. in. Yes. appliances everywhere. And uh, but my mom was a waste station, so it's like you know, wow. some, a bunch of stuff fell off a truck and they hid it in my mom's house. So because they, the heat was on or whatever. So I only heard these stories about my. My mom, uh, when my dad, my parents were divorced, uh, since I can remember, uh, when my dad was inappropriately mad at her and yelling at me. Okay, yeah. He'd be like, yeah, like your mother, the fucking cocaine dealer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, what? Wait, what? And why am I taking the beating on this? Come I'm on. I'm pretty sure my mom's in graduate school right now. <laughs> getting Going back to school. She's sitting down with Jill getting her hair frosted. I don't think anything you say. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Get her nose frosted, right? Oh, oh ha-ha. Hey, bang, that's bang, 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 snort. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Allegra Ringo. And I'm Renee Colbert. And we host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Renee, can I tell you about a dog I met this week? Uh, I wish that you would. In turn, though, can I tell you about a dog hero? May I tell you about a dog breed in a segment I like to call Mutt Minute? (laughs) I would love that. Could we maybe talk about some dog tech? Could we have some cool guests on, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, Nicole Byer, and Ann Wheaton? I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. You're on board. What do you say we uh, we do all of this and put it into a podcast? Yeah, okay. You think? <laughs> all right. Uh, should we call it like I don't know? Can I pet your dog? Sure. All right. Uh, what do you What do you say we put it on every Tuesday on Maximum Fun or on iTunes? Sounds What's good that? to me. <laughs> Meeting's over. 
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mike Schmidt, host of the 40-Year-Old Boy Podcast. That is a fucking bullshit nickname, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't look good on a hat, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's too long. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think ideally the Jordan, Jesse Go nickname, you know, lets, lets us in a little bit. Let's us know something about you, something about your essence. So I don't know if you want to do this again and maybe just pick a more go, traditional right, nickname. Let me think of a good one, yeah. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mike Schmidt, professional failure. There we go. That's fun. That's the kind of behind-the-scenes peak that we're hoping for. Are you enjoying this sausage that we've made? Now that you've seen how we've done it, enjoy our sausage. Hey, Jordan Jesse goes sausage this week, brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company. If, If you need therapy... But uh, you're not, you're not going to go to a you know, fancy therapist's office, pay a squajillion dollars an hour. You just need somebody to check in with who's actually qualified to check in with. Talkspace is a really great option. You can do it uh, digitally, online, through uh, all, a variety of things. All, everything from texting somebody to uh, full-on you know, chatting with somebody live. To sign up, uh, you can go to Talkspace.com slash amazing and use the code JJG to get $30 off your first month. You can also just find out more about how it works at Talkspace.com slash amazing. And the code is JJG. Talkspace is therapy for how we live today. Another announcement. Another company that we value because they support MaximumFun.org, the work we do, and this great podcast that everyone's listening to for free. Hey, you're right, and it's a great one. Uh, If you're a fella and you want to try on some clothes... Before you pay for them, clothes you have purchased online, go to jackthreads.com. You can choose anything you want to, and you try it on at home for free. you got seven days to decide if it works for you, and if uh, if you don't like it, you send it back. Jack Threads gives you everything you need to send things back. Packing tape, prepaid shipping labels, packing no tape. fuss, no must. They send you the packing tape. Hey, either way, if you love these clothes, if you love the clothes and want to keep them, you get some free packing tape out of the deal. You get to keep the packing tape. So as if free packing tape wasn't wasn't a great enough deal for you. What else can, can we Can I offer? sweeten this deal, Jesse? Please do. If you go to jackthreads.com and enter code JJGO, you get 20% off anything you keep. 20% off free packing tape, jackthreads.com, offer code JJGO. It's a fun way to shop for clothes online. Never buy before you try ever again. And hey, we got something on the jumbotron. This mm-hmm. comes. This comes to me. Uh, comes to us from the great Adam Ragusia, host of the Pub. It's one of my favorite podcasts. He's got an all new podcast called "We Didn't Start the Podcast." Uh, apparently, it's about Billy Joel. Yeah, finally, the Billy Joel podcast everyone has been waiting for from Adam Ragusia, host of the Pub. To others. Uh, so Adam Ragusea, God bless him, really doesn't like Billy Joel. Meg Donahue, his co-host, really does. So if you're looking for a sober, critical examination of Billy Joel's oeuvre or Joel oeuvre, then We Didn't Start the Podcast probably isn't for you. But if you like hearing two friends laugh at their own immature jokes, and if you listen to Jordan Jesse go, it's possible that you do. <laughs> We Didn't Start the Podcast is bingeable now on iTunes, Audio Boom, or wherever you get 
podcasts. Anywhere, Jordan. Anywhere. Anywhere. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse Go, just hit up Teresa at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. My name is Patrick. My name is Ariel. My name is Joe Coughlin. The first time I uh, went to MaxFunCon, I didn't know anyone. I was really uh, nervous about that. Everyone said not to worry about going alone, that I'd make friends right away, that I'd have an amazing time. It turns out everyone was right. I instantly had 200 new friends. I've made lifelong friends at MaxFunCon that I'm going to keep in touch with for the rest of my life. If you aren't sure if you belong at MaxFunCon, you belong. Don't be like me. Don't waste two years being too nervous. Just go already. Join Ariel, Patrick, and Joe at MaxFunCon. Tickets for MaxFunCon and MaxFunCon East are on sale now at MaxFunCon.com. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mike Schmidt, voice of the millennial detectives. <laughs> oh, it's about time. It's a little pastiche. It's about time somebody stuck up for those. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. A little bit of this, a little <laughs> bit of that. It's the classic formula, Jordan. Sure. It's the old this and that. It's Jesse's, the elevator pitches. It's Jesse's nickname meets Jordan's nickname. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, if something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206 984 4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Hey, Jordan. Hmm. Something big is happening. Oh, my gosh. Tell me about it now, please. Okay. So this is something that we're going to try. Mm-hmm. Might be a failure. Could be. Not going to pretend like it might not be a failure. <laughs> uh, high can... risk, high reward. A little of this, a little of that. <laughs> you got it. Uh, on Friday afternoon slash evening, mm-hmm. 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Coast time, Jordan and I will be in this studio taking your calls live. Whoa. It's a live Ask Me Anything mm-hmm. starring Jesse and Jordan, 4 to 6 p.m. Just call us at 323-305-9422. That's 323-305-9GAB. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Good work. Catchy. Not good work. Uh, <laughs> just the thought of just the tiniest bit seeping through the window of of Brian's emphatic, aww. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Friday uh, from four to six, call us with any question for us, big or small. We'll take it live on air, talk to you, then record it, then give it back to you. <laughs> four to six Pacific later. Time. That's mm-hmm. four to six p.m. Pacific time, okay. which is seven to nine p.m. Eastern time. Yes, uh, that's midnight to two a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. Mm-hmm. All right, and if you can't figure it out. Given that I just gave you Greenwich Mean Time, then go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know what your GMT plus or minus number is, mm-hmm. you don't even deserve to have a clock. Out. <laughs> okay. Let's get to the momentous occasions. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and possible guests. I'm calling from London where I just shoved my hand in a public toilet. And the reason for that was because as I went in to sit down, um, I heard the tinkle of metal, which meant that my piercing... Uh, fell out as a surprise. Um, so not knowing what else to do, 
and luckily I hadn't started doing what I wanted to do, um, I rolled up my sleeves and fisted the toilet, got my piercing, put it in a napkin, and went about my day. Love the show, guys. Bye. Yeah, dope call. Good call. So I'm assuming this was some sort of intimate piercing. One some sort of gentleman's piercing. I assume that it was a gentleman's piercing. Yeah, that could have a... been a husky voiced female. Uh, no, yeah. So it could have I I guess I I guess I'm saying uh, a private piercing. Yes. Piercing for the eyes of a loved one only. Yeah, exactly. Or, or someone, a doctor. Yeah, or a doctor. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. someone on the bus. <laughs> They just want to flash it, too. I like to get piercings, and then I just show them to my doctor, like, hey, get a load of this. Yeah. <laughs> Check this out, buddy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it does. Yeah. What do you think it does? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, I guess, foo boy. You're uh, a man of science. Would magnets mm-hmm. work on this? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that he or she did not jam it back in after fishing it out of the toilet. I was yeah. bracing myself for that and yeah. being grossed out. But I guess if you take it home and sanitize it, I don't know what what one sanitizes an intimate piercing in. I'm sure there's a solution. Can I t- can I give you some real talk right now? Please. I got these Invisalign braces. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing them right now, actually. Yeah. What? It makes, my, <laughs> makes my S a little extra sibilant. Um. Uh, but I got these Invisalign, and you got to take them out and put them back in to eat. Mm-hmm. And at first, they give you like a special box to carry around to put them in, and there's a whole fucking rigmarole. Mm-hmm. I no longer care where they go in between when I take them out and put them back in. Really? Like I'll put them on top of a napkin if I've got one handy. I'll just put them in my fucking pocket. I don't care. <laughs> I don't even care. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Sure, even lint mouth. Yeah. When I was in uh, when I was a freshman in high school. Uh, my best a lot friend was of shit went down. <laughs> well, yeah. certainly, my best friend was Mike Scott, and uh, we used to do dumb things to people to just. It was literally almost these social experiments that we would do. You'd walk up to somebody and just Schmitt take and Scott, their book. The two mics. Exactly. That's how we did it. So we worked it. Were uh, all of your other friends named after great baseball players of the nineteen seventies? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and my mom's maiden name is Anderson. I could have been Mike Anderson. Yeah. Um, but she. He walked one time. He he sat next to me. We were in study hall, and it's a thing where you got to be quiet. You know, and and your goal is to make somebody do something stupid or laugh. So uh, he sat next to me in study hall, and he looked at me, and he took out his retainer, uh, and, and you know the spit trails and everything, and just took it out and just put it right on my book, mm-hmm. just and just stared at me <laughs> to see what I would do. What are you going to do with that? Yeah, because like, we're playing idiot poker at yeah, that point, yeah. and uh, I I just stared right at him, and I literally just and I flicked it. I shot it across the fucking room. It just, it just wow. spit and and tooth frisbee all the way across <laughs> and uh, landed right on Jackie Goatee's lap. Oh, not Jackie yeah. Goatee. Yes, absolutely. he had a crush on Jackie Goatee. He was going to ask her to the freshman prom. Mm. That was actually German class, not study hall. I apologize now that I remember. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I relate with the Invisalign. And I got to say this to the dude on the phone. Uh, because you're, you're giving this whole scientific bullshit about a napkin, and good for him. Mm-hmm. That dude will never be clean again. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> you, dude, you put your hand in a in a public toilet. I don't care how many showers you take. Yeah, the memory is still emblazoned in your brain. Well, do you feel like the piercing will ever be clean again? No, none of it. That's what I'm saying. Arm, his arm will never be clean again. The piercing. How do you not leave it in there? Leave it in there. I don't care if it's diamond encrusted. I don't care if you get your mom's <laughs> name on it. Wonder, it's it's over. I wonder what you're dropping on an intimate piercing. I don't know much about the world of jewelry. Yeah. What do you what do you I'm what do you guys so- estimate? I you're would, dropping on a on a on an intimate piercing. I would get solid gold. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, sure you would. If it was me, I would get soft. I mean, you guys, you guys know how I roll. Sure, yeah. <laughs> gold so, or nothing at yeah. all. What do you think you're dropping on a solid gold <laughs> Tate bar? Six hundred dollars. Six hundred bucks. I go at six hundred. Yeah. I mean, I'd be willing to settle for eleven nine carat low end. It just, doesn't have to be twenty two carat gold. Low end. You're go. You're just you going want the to hardness. the hardness. What if you're going just going to the piercing pagoda in the mall, uh-huh. having someone jam one in your taint? It's, is it, are we including the taint jam? Yeah. Bolt package, what are you what are you walking away with? A hundred and twenty dollars. Okay. Wow. I'm just trying to get a sense of the loss if this guy eighty dollars flushed it or something. I'm saying eighty dollars. Okay. Including the act of jamming. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say the thing itself costs twenty five dollars mm-hmm. or forty dollars. But then the jam costs forty. Mm-hmm. That hardly seems worth the effort of of the whole thing, the whole experience, the whole taint jam, the whole picking out. The that you're thing. giving out so, so giving them so little money. Yeah, I, I pay pay a thousand dollars for something that ridiculous. I yeah. mean, if you're going that route, sure. you got to go the whole route. Yeah, yeah. But then, honestly, conversely, you need to be ready for when it tumbles into a fucking train spotting toilet. You let it go and wave <laughs> goodbye. If we need if we need to raise money to build the wall between America and Mexico. A much better plan would be than a 20% tax on Mexican imports would be a 10,000% tax on taint jammers. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or cock piercings. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, get it up to $1,000 no matter what it is. <laughs> it's a serious decision. It should cost $1,000. I, I think that's totally fair. And yeah, and it's like, I mean, it's like Lord of the Rings replica swords. You're, you're talking yeah. to a very enthusiastic, <laughs> you know, aficionado crowd. Yeah, if you've made that who decision. Who will pay top dollar. Mm-hmm. For a product, they want the best. They want they the best. Want they want Aragorn's ranger sword best. as it appears in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> they want that jammed through their taint. Let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Eric in St. Pete. I was just about to leave work, walking down the hall, saw a woman I know. Saw right next to her. She has an identical twin. I've been working here over ten years. Didn't know she had an identical twin. And that explains a few odd conversations we've had. All right. Just thought you'd enjoy. Bye. See, that's another fucking dope-ass call. It's good. I feel like it's sometimes good. people call in and I complain about them not coming hard enough to the hoop with mm-hmm. the momentous occasions. Not knowing that one person was actually two people for ten years <laughs> is gorgeous. That's gorgeous. And even better, they never told him. Yeah, that's my favorite part. They had the dumb conversations with them and never once went, oh, you're you're thinking of Molly. I'm Holly. Not, not once. Uh, <laughs> I Take that, Eric. I, I don't know. I, I may have told this on the podcast before, but I, you know, I, I, I've worked in the same on the same lot for about three years now. So I kind of like there are people who work there that I kind of like recognize but haven't had a lot of interaction with. There's like, you know, the people whose parking space is next to mine and stuff like that. Um, Spike Ferriston. Spike Ferriston. Uh And so I, you know, I was walking, you know, from car to office and saw somebody that I recognized and, you know, it was like a little bit far away. So I did like a jump up wave, like a kind of a leaping wave. And that person looked at me and then turned away and kept walking. And I realized it was RuPaul. (laughs) Oh, wow. And I was just waving because anyway. Well, look, in fairness to you, when you see RuPaul, you better wave. Sure. (sighs) Anyway, I had I had RuPaul in here one mm-hmm. time for Bullseye. Mm-hmm. RuPaul is a fucking magical dude. Sure, that's why RuPaul has be, been a famous person uh, since 1990 mm-hmm. or 1988 or whatever it is, because RuPaul 
is literally the most magnetic human being mm-hmm. I've ever talked to in my entire Seriously. life. Seriously, I just wanted to be all. I don't. I don't care about RuPaul's Drag Race. I've watched it a couple times. I think it's fun. Yeah, but it, I don't care, and I don't care about RuPaul's. Any, any part of RuPaul, outside of respecting it, it's none of it is like my thing. Yeah, you, you don't buy it uh, into it where, for entertainment, yeah. but you know what yeah. RuPaul does. Okay, Totally. Like if somebody – if I went over to somebody's house and they're like, oh, we're watching Drag Race, they'd be like, oh, cool, we'll watch Drag Race. But like I wouldn't I wouldn't TiVo it. Right. Fucking RuPaul came in here, shook my hand. All I can think for an hour and a half is please be my friend forever. <laughs> wow. Like please be my friend. Like RuPaul is just that – the only other person I feel like Terry Crews was like that mm-hmm. too, but like Terry Crews, you get it because he's like gigantic and ripped. Like he's so distinctively right. Like you just never meet a man that like has that kind of pure physical power. You know <laughs> <what I> mean? <laughs> sure, like he's just really intense. And then the fact that he's like he's he's very smart and uh, thoughtful and interesting. Like you're like, how could someone be both of those things mm-hmm. at one time? Right. The the impressive thing is that he is like a super famous person, been through all kinds of trials and tribulations, uh, but also just as like. And there was a part in the interview where I asked him like, what he's. I asked him if he ever like what it was like when he came out, and he said, well, I wasn't ever really not out. And I was like, really? Because you grew up in like rural Georgia in the seventies. Uh, you know, were you like, wh- what was that like? And he said, you know, it was fine. I think everybody just knew that I was who I was and they they like knew that I was a loving person and so they didn't pick on me. And I was like, you know what? I fucking buy that. Yeah. A hundred You accept percent. that premise. Uh, I like, see that. Yes. Like who could pick on this person? This is the most visibly decent human being that's ever existed. When you interviewed him, is he in uh... – I, I don't know what to call. Is he RuPaul? Wig, yeah, no, he's yeah. Stack heels, no, 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 nine? no. He's, or he's he, dressed like uh, he's dressed like a sharply dressed dude. I've, and I've seen both incarnations. Yeah, but I don't. He's I, he's, he's a Ru- weird tread lightly area. He, I don't know. He's, yeah, no. So he's not in his. Uh, it's it's particularly weird because his drag persona has the same name as his actual mm-hmm. name in real yeah, life. Exactly. Uh, so it's very difficult. But like, no, he he goes about his daily business as an immaculately turned out dude. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, dresses in his TV garb only as a performer, basically. Okay, I see. Um, and, yeah. Kind of like uh, kind of like Jordan. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But he is sharp as – that's a wig. You didn't know? Oh, my that's God. A wig. Yeah. Only it's hard to say with me where the performance <laughs> begins and ends. That's a good point. I think my life is a performance, that's I like point. to think. You oh, know. that's a really good yeah. point. I guess I hadn't thought of it that yeah, way. Yeah, so I like to blur that line a lot. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fun. Wasn't that you that went on Letterman that one time and acted like a dick to Letterman and said you were pursuing a rapping career? Oh, that's a Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, okay. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Got it. Um, if you have something momentous to share with us, call us at 206-984-4FUN. And on Friday, we will have you call us live uh, with any question you have for us. And if you have a momentous occasion you want to call and share with that us. That would be great. Yeah, absolutely. You get a I busy love, signal. I would love to hear some sharing. You get a voicemail or a busy signal, you just hammer that phone. Hammer those lines. Like you're trying to win concert tickets. We will not be screening these calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, we this could go real have, bad. We do not have the means yeah. to screen these calls. Brian literally just put his hands on his head in that in basically like a Kevin face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We realistically will not be screening these calls. So, so, no, no, so, no, so just be great. Don't be bad, <laughs> please. Uh, getting back to Eric on the phone, how would you guys handle that if you stumbled upon the, the twin conundrum after 10 years and not? I'd move to a new city. 
Yeah, it's the only. It's a solid it's the point. Only way to do it. Oh. Realistically, mm-hmm. yeah, new city is the answer. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mike Schmidt, sans nickname. Oh man, Mike. You're supposed to be you're supposed to be the quickest mind in the in the West. <laughs> Can't come up with a nickname? Mike Schmidt, quickest mind in the West. There, wow. <laughs> there you go. I'll take Got that. It. Got it. Got okay. There's old six gun. <laughs> great. <laughs> great, great, great. Hey, uh, Jordan, yes. I want to mention real quick. Please. February eleventh. Mm-hmm. Big day for Max Fun. Yes. I'll tell you why. Okay. If you live in the Chicagoland area, very, very fun day is gonna be hitting you like a ton of bricks. That's our one day festival at Thalia Hall. With uh, Jordan Jesse Go, mm-hmm. The Flophouse, mm-hmm. Ono Ross and Carey, mm-hmm. Judge John Hodgman, mm-hmm. Stop Podcasting Yourself, yeah. The Great Dwayne Kennedy. Ooh. Yeah, just book Dwayne Kennedy on that shit. Yeah. And the Dwayne night- Kennedy is a legend. Dwayne Kennedy is maybe the funniest person. He is unbelievably proficient at what he does. He is so funny. He is so great. And everybody should know his name. Yeah. Dwayne Kennedy doing a headline in stand-up comedy with our friend Graham Clark from Stop Podcasting Yourself. It's going to be our a friend, show. And our friend Ricky Carmona. Mm. And if we're lucky, I hear we might get a visit from our friend Coked Up Michael Fay. Ooh, you mean that character that some people like and some hate? <laughs> yes. About, about exactly 50-50? <laughs> yes. Maybe, Ooh. if I can coax him out <laughs> of his- Coke him yeah. out. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, and we're also having a free party the night before. Mm-hmm. You can find the information at MaximumFun.org. Uh, regular Jordan Jesse Go listeners will recall the extended DJing conversation that we had with Ricky Carmona on mm-hmm. the show a few months ago. Ricky's going to be spinning, and guess who else is going to be spinning original 45 RPM recordings? Yeah, that's right. Your boy, Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Like all millennials, I love vinyl record albums. They're making a comeback at Whole You like to hold it. You like to hold it. Gotta hold that vinyl. Object. Gotta hold that vinyl. Classic. Gotta hold it. Gotta hold it. And if you live in Brooklyn, New York City, or environs, mm-hmm. I'm going to extend this out, Whoa. not just Brooklyn, all the way out to environs. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. That same day, February 11th, uh, Bullseye is putting on a monster comedy show at BAM, the Brooklyn Academy of Music. It's part of Radio Love Fest, which is WNYC's radio festival. Why spend all your money watching Ira Glass dance? Mm. I mean, obviously, because you probably want to know what that's like. It's probably an amazing show. It's a good investment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ira Glass doesn't fuck around. He he doesn't do anything half-ass. Those are good reasons Mm -hmm. to watch Ira Glass. But if you have more money than that, Mm -hmm. if you if you already got your Ira Glass, you can't make it that day or something. Exactly, like you had something and you've already moved it a couple of times. Then come to Bullseye Comedy Night. Can I tell you a little bit about who's going to be on this show? Let's hear it. Solomon Giorgio. Mm -hmm. Uh, How about Guy Branham? Whoa. Uh, try on Maeve Higgins. Mm-hmm. Can I offer you Hari Kondabolu? Yeah, sure. Uh, how about Phoebe Robinson? Those are all of the funniest people. Pow, 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 pow. Well, except for Dwayne Kennedy. Yeah. That's that's five he punches. He was otherwise occupied. Mm-hmm. That's that five was. punches straight to the gut of hilarity mm-hmm. yeah. uh, at the Bullseye Comedy Night Show. That's going to be an extravaganza, and I'm going to be appearing via video form. What am I going to be doing? 
Honestly, haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> it's going to be spinning, great. spinning some vinyl. Yeah, probably just do DJ. that. It's just going to drop the need. It's going to be like one of those you type in the name of a 70s soul song into YouTube mm-hmm. and it you just it's just a close up of a turntable and you see a, <laughs> a hand drop a needle on it and then you hear it recording through the Handycam's microphone. Nice. <laughs> um yeah, those are two awesome things to do if you're in those places. Uh our friend Mike Schmidt, always a joy to see you, Mike. Thank you for having me. I was so happy to be asked. Michael, of course, the host of the long-running, now in its ninth year, Yes, the 40-Year-Old Boy Podcast. Yes. Yes, it is now a 50-Year-Old Boy Podcast. Soon, like next summer. 49-Year-Old Boy co- well, Podcast? We used to all, well, be, when I started, it was the 40-Year-Old Boy Podcast, but we've been nine years, and then yeah, in, the, yeah. in the summer, I uh, year, year 10 will start before I flip, but... Because I used to always joke, because everybody said, what are you going to do when you turn 50? And I said, if I'm doing this show when I'm 50, fucking shoot me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Hooray! Uh, yeah, so. Guess what? Here comes Dale. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Out the window, blam, blam. Uh, oh, blam, blam, Dale. Yeah, that's him. So, yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, because I, 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 I'm sure, as you know, holding a podcasting empire so close to your heart, um, why, why would you ever stop? Well, what's weird about what's weird? The reason that Mike should stop. Mm-hmm. And Wait, the what, amazing, what? The amazing reason, the, the amazing quality of his podcast is that Mike's podcast is... Is Mike just telling you a story? Of, and Mike is a, a masterful storyteller. Oh. But uh, Mike has to continue to make these terrible mistakes in his life <laughs> so that he can have a new thing to talk about on every episode of this fucking podcast. Don't, <laughs> don't think that isn't talked about every Monday with Shannon. <laughs> Uh, as we wonder if my life is a self-fulfilling prophecy to keep a career fueled. I don't know. Um, you know, there are shows that are full stories about things that happen, and, and there's never uh, ending things that happen, as you know. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes you just talk downhill and see what happens. You know yeah. What I mean? Well, I mean, I, I'm in the same boat. I've committed to recommending a different cultural product every week on Bullseye and writing a whole fucking essay about it. Oh, boy. And uh, it's, it's, there are days when I'm just like, what do I like? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. What's left? Yeah. What's left that I like? Do yeah. I have to actually find new things to like? But it occurred to me. I did a I did an outshot on Bullseye about um, uh, the the uh, Simpsons episode. You only move once. Mm. The famous Hank Scorpio episode. Ah, yes. And um, it occurred to me that was the first Simpsons episode I'd ever done. I was like, oh, good. Well, I got a hundred in. I got a hundred in the old quiver. <laughs> sure, there, locked yeah. in. Just do one about each Simpsons <laughs> episode from season two to twelve. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, the show is. Uh, we're in the ninth year. It'll go to the tenth uh, in uh, sometime in May, I think. And yeah, I do turn fifty in the middle. Everybody's like, you going to change the name? Probably not. Um, probably not. Of course not. Why the fuck would I change the name? Um, Got but, brand uh, but, equity. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm loaded in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm grandfathered in. So, uh, and literally at 50. Um, you got a warehouse full of hats you'll have to destroy. <laughs> uh, you you know, just we, like send them to a third world country or something. Oh, my, you know, we wanted to do that with shirts because I, I have literally am swimming in shirts that nobody fucking bought. <laughs> and I wanted to, because I, I actually, I'm going to Kuwait in a couple of weeks. Uh, oh, when's this air? This airs on Monday, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I just outed my, all right. So, hey, I didn't mention this on my show yet. I'm going to Kuwait in a couple of weeks. Oh. Um, so, yeah, and I wanted to bring old shirts and just mm-hmm. pass them out to people and just get photos of people in Kuwait in the rubble, just <laughs> wearing a Mike Schmidt dirt, dirt, dirt shirt. <laughs> Terrible. Um, am I plugging? Is that what's happening here? Or are we just saying goodbye? Yeah, we just plug that. Yeah. Well, can I plug one thing? Yes. Uh, just it's a new thing. Uh, we started a YouTube channel. 
Oh, hey. wow. So uh, I used to sell the back catalog, and I still do, at MikeSchmidtComedy.com, but uh, for people who want to have standalone files and bring them with themselves. But if anybody, because I found out uh, a lot of youngsters, you guys would know about this. Mm-hmm. I don't. But a lot of young people, are they, they get their audio from, obviously, Spotify and then from YouTube. And I found this out the hard way. There's a guy with my name, that fucking another comedian in Los Angeles with my name. And he did, uh, he was on Joe Rogan's show. Mm. And people started to write me, and I'm, and so I would have to write them. Go, look, I'm not that guy. However, there are plenty of cool Mike Schmitz in the world, mm-hmm. and here's my show. Well, the good news is, yes, you had spent the previous 45 years of your life never having to clarify that you weren't that Mike Schmitz. <laughs> I was well from the baseball player. I had to clarify <laughs> that one. Um, so, so then I would tell people, and they'd go, "Well, is it on YouTube?" Because I always get my stuff on YouTube, and it had to be a hundred people who all said that. So I went, "Well, it's about time." And for the tenth year, so we've been. We have a YouTube channel now where we've been uploaded right now the first two seasons and then the third one is in progress and eventually all nine and then ten and I'm going to start putting You're them up. You're literally and, watching the status bar right now on your phone. It's ridiculous. It's the upload. You know, it's – yeah. it's and But also you find out because uh, you know, there's ads and all that. I mean I didn't know anything about this. I just put the show out on, on iTunes and hoped it worked. Um, but you find out all these other avenues and things to explore as you know because, again, you're the king of this. I should have talked to you but – my friend is like, dude, you had 1,800% growth in a week, you know? And I'm just like, I don't- It's good okay. growth. Yeah, I know. It's good growth. But all it means is it's like six people listen instead of one, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. <laughs> no. But it's all new and it's all starting. And so we're really excited. So go subscribe. And if you want to jump into the show then, because people jump in now, they don't know what the fuck's going on. But uh, it's literally, you can listen from episode one, year one, which was 20 minutes long. And there's some shows that later on get to be four hours, which are ridiculous. Um, it's too many hours. It, it seemed like it, certainly. It's about three um, too many hours. And I would tell people if they want to jump in and find out what everything's all about, listen to episode three, or of uh, year five, sorry, year three, episode five. Because year that's, three, episode that's five. the one that always gets requested. And I do this show, uh, when I do live shows, sometimes I'll tell the story live. I'm going to do uh, it. Year three, episode five. Okay, I'm cool. doing it. All right. You, what, right now, what if we did that? What if we went out with it? We played the whole show. <laughs> know. Uh, so thank you for letting me plug like a psycho. Yeah. But yeah, go to the YouTube channel and subscribe because it like makes YouTube think I'm a hitter and listen to old shows and try to get on board. Yeah, we're all, we're, we're all fans of Mike's here. I mean, uh, Mike, has been, Mike has been doing this uh, nearly as long as we have. There's a very small group of people that have been in this game for this long, doing it uh, with success. Sure. Like You're talking about formless white chatting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, dude, have a little bit of form. Sure. You know, they read a, <laughs> thing from, they read a dumb yeah, thing yeah. a guy did in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Well, if, but, I yeah, say, if I can say this to you, you've always been so gracious to me to have me on and to plug me and to say good things about me. And uh, the first time I ever did the show live, where I actually went out and started to attempt to tell stories on stage, uh, Jesse and Maximum Fun sponsored it in San Francisco yeah, that's true. and stepped up in a big way and, and you're so cool and thank you so much again for because uh, I get people all the time from Max Fun where like I discovered you on Jesse's show and, and they stuck with me and so yeah. thank you very much for giving me the opportunity and the good news is we had never made that mistake again <laughs> you know it was a one and done situation <laughs> can I say two things before we leave yeah one what happened with blackberries so that's, oh that's, thank god that's two okay thing one I got razzed yeah. a little bit online for forgetting the name of the YOY podcast, uh-huh. a fantastic podcast about love and dating on the Panoply Network, hosted by Andrea Salenzi. It's a real treat. I listen every week. If you're out there dating, using apps, listen to this show. It's a treat. Thing two, so I was getting the blackberries. I dropped them <laughs> on the floor. I scooped them in a bowl, and I'm like, eh, I was going to wash them anyway, so I just washed them and ate them. Yeah, good call. The end. Yeah, good call. Well, they weren't on the floor for that long. Well managed. Thank you, Jordan, Brian Fernandez, Sunny D, Beef, 
Beefy D, mm-hmm. call him what you will. He's our producer on the boards over there and laughing barely audibly. Um, a, a problem that I'm sure you have 10 years of mm-hmm. complaints about. Oh, my God. <laughs> go, go look at the first reviews on iTunes from 2009 or whatever, 2007. <laughs> Who's that laughing? Someone who enjoys me? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, we're on uh, Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can join our Facebook group, the MaxFun Facebook group, and like Jordan Jesse go there. You can no longer get a T-shirt. They are sold out, but you can still get a poster that says, Let's Punch a Blimp. 2017. Let's punch a blimp. Get it. Get Mike Schmidt's posts. on board. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's punch that shit. Little disappointed there's no shirts. Yeah, well. You're sold out. We'll get you a poster, bud. I hope so. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.